1: have one message. First message. Hey Luke, it's Haley and Sherry from Dirt Dynasty. Hey Luke. Number one, we had a blast at Trivia Night this week. So much fun and we love winning because we're winners. We're a team made up of winners. winners and I would like to say that I think our championship this month really just proves our status as winners as the majority of the teams that we played against were also previous number one change. That's right, this must seal the deal. The teams were stacked, like everyone was coming in real strong. And we still came out on top. And I feel real good about that. It's like it's like the Olympics of Tribune. Yeah, yes. The best of the best come together on the world stage. Yeah. They compete. And we walked away the victors. That being said, I just would like to deliver a special message to three men and a little lady. Listen up, y'all are great love playing against y'all because we know we're going to win. Yep, And we're excited to play against y'all again and beat y'all again. So watch out. Best wishes, my friends. Happy Trivia-ing. Y'all better study because we are coming in strong yet again for March Trivia later this year. See you next month. Bye. Bye. Message erased. No remaining messages. Familiar Media Group,
0: this is 30 Pop. A weekly peek back at the music, movies, sports, fashion, politics, and news from 30 years ago. I'm your host, Luke Braun. This is Season 2, Episode 8, Johnny Gill and the Gilded Gramophones. Today we're looking back at the week that ended Saturday, February 24th, 1990. Hello friends, welcome as always to 30 Pop. We've got a very fun episode in store today looking back 30 years at the 32nd Annual Grammy Awards. But before we get into that, a quick recap of our various billboard charts and box office numbers. Most of which are identical to last week. The number one film at the box office this week in 1990 was, once again for the fourth and final time, Driving Miss Daisy. This likely won't be our last time discussing it on the show, though, as we still have the Oscars to recap in another month or so, for which it was nominated nine times in one four. The number one single on the Billboard Hot 100 chart was, for the third straight week, Paula Abdul's massive hit Opposites Attract, of her album, number one for the fourth of nine straight weeks, Forever Your Girl. Eddie Rabbit and salt and Peppa still held the number one spots on the hot country and rap charts, respectively, with their songs on Second Thought and Expression. And the number one single on the hot R&B and hip-hop chart for the first week went to Stacey Ladisaw and Johnny Gill's very soulful, sax-heavy, Where Do We Go From Here. I couldn't find an actual music video for this song, but I did post a YouTube link in the show notes for the audio. Not because I necessarily love the song, although it's fine, but because I just enjoy the comment section. My favorite comment coming from user Ms. Smith, who said, Johnny probably came out of the womb growling. That man is fine and can sang his butt off. Fire emoji, fire emoji. As a lifelong fan of R&B, I will say she is not wrong. Johnny Gill was a phenomenal talent at such a young age. Stacy Ladisaw was apparently a childhood friend of Gill's and convinced him to record his first demos when he was just 16 years old. Those demos led to his first record deal, his eventual membership in 80s R&B boy band New Edition, in which he replaced co-frontman Bobby Brown, who'd been ousted a year or so earlier, his solo career, and the formation of late 90s R&B supergroup LSG, with fellow stars of the genre Gerald LaVert and Keith Sweat. And in fact, he's still releasing solo albums to this day. Meanwhile, Ladisaw became disenchanted with the music industry and opted out in the early 90s. In fact, What You Need, her 10th studio album and the one that featured this chart-topping single, was the last album she ever released. Interesting in that this was actually her first single to reach the number one spot. In other music news this week in 1990, another supergroup released their double-platinum-selling self-titled debut album, Damn Yankees, a band made up of Tommy Shaw from Styx, Jack Blades of Night Ranger, Ted Nugent from the Amboy Dukes, and then-unknown future Leonard Skinner drummer Michael Cartellone. I was never a big fan of this band or of the politics with which certain members have very publicly aligned themselves, but whatever, good for them. Now on to the good stuff. 30 years ago this week, on February 21st, 1990, was the 32nd annual Grammy Awards at the Shrine Auditorium in LA. I had the great pleasure this week of sitting down with one of my favorite people on this planet, actor, filmmaker, singer-songwriter, and my dear friend Aaron Hale to talk about it. Aaron, welcome back to 30 Pops. So good to finally be in the same room. With We're you. here with it, it's for taken, it. What? <laughs> it's taken so long to just to get you back. You're in the new studio now? What yeah, do you
2: think? it's so cool. It I just want to cool. hang out here. I, I, I hang out
0: here every day. It's great. So Aaron, as you know, we are here today to talk about the 32nd Annual Grammy Awards, which happened 30 years ago on February 21st. Yes.
2: Are you excited? I'm so excited. Do you I know have who done hosted? no research. <laughs> That's okay.
0: Do you know who hosted the 32nd annual Grammys?
2: Um, Take a wild guess. Let What's me let me try guess? to guess. Uh, Paula Abdul? No. Uh, is it a musician? No. Comedian? Yes.
0: Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, I think this is somebody you really, really like. I'm not positive about that, but I think this is
2: someone you really like. Okay, Bob Saga? <laughs> Just kidding. Hang okay. on. Oh, I'm I'm trying to think. 1990, uh-huh. comedian. Do you want initials? Yes, GS. Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling yes. hosted. Yeah, I do love Gary. I Shandling. thought you did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge I didn't fan.
0: realize. I didn't remember until I was researching that he's dead. I didn't. I, I uh, completely yeah. forgot that Terrible. he died.
2: I, in fact, I sat. He has a uh, Judd Apatow put out a book of all of his like journal uh-huh. entries. And I sat in Barnes and Noble by myself for over an hour crying reading it not long ago.
0: And that's why we're friends. Yeah. Because <laughs> you do things like that. So Gary Shandling hosted. Where do you want to start? I've got all of the winners and the nominees in front of me. I'm okay. glad you
2: didn't research. Because I do want to know. I, what I, I d-
0: think we should do is maybe I'll give you the nominees and you pick that's the That's what winner.
2: I was going to say. Yeah. We yeah. should do that for okay. sure.
0: So what category would you like to start with?
2: Oh, uh, Let's start in
0: rock and roll. Okay. How about best rock performance by a female? Okay. Okay, here are your nominees. Pat Benatar with Let's Stay Together. Okay. Melissa Etheridge, Brave and Crazy. Okay. Cindy Lauper, I Drove All Night. Bonnie Raitt, Nick of Time. And Tina Turner, Foreign Affair. Who wins Best Rock Vocal Performance by a Female?
2: That's hard. I like all of these ladies. I feel like... I, I remember... This person being really big at the time, okay. at least in that era, especially with this album. So mm-hmm. Bonnie Rae. Bonnie Rae. Did she? <laughs> well done. Okay, you're one for one. Let's I remember see. that being a big deal. Let's
0: see how you do. We're going to continue oh now. Okay. Best rock performance by a male. Gotcha. Nominees are Joe Cocker, When the Night Comes, Tom Petty, Free Fallen, mm. Don Henley, The End of the Innocents, okay. Lou Reed, New York, and Neil Young freedom and that is an
2: all-star cast right there no kidding gosh but i still think it's tom petty
0: you are mistaken
2: it wasn't tom petty don henley the really the yeah that surprises me yeah
0: I, hey i agree so you want to stay rock we've got yeah. a couple more rock categories yeah. here best rock vocal performance by a duo or group we've got living color glamour boys we've got rolling stones mixed emotions you Two, rattle and hum you two with BB King when love comes to town, and the Traveling Wilburys, Volume One.
2: Ooh, I feel like it's either Rattle and Hum or the Traveling Wilburys.
0: You can only pick one. Okay, there can only uh, be one winner.
2: Traveling Wilburys, Bingo! You're yeah. two for three. Well, awesome! Okay. All right, you know
0: you rock. Okay, yeah. one more best hard rock performance. Okay, all right. We have Living Color, Cult of Personality, mm-hmm. Aerosmith, Love in an Elevator. Great White, Once Bitten, Twice Shy. Oh man. Guns N' Roses, GNR Lies. And Motley Crue, Doctor Feel Good. Oh. Man, those are some major songs. Whew.
2: Okay. Um, I'm gonna knock out Great White. Well done. Okay. Uh, remind me of the first two.
0: Living Color, oh, Cult yeah, of Living Personality, Color. and Aerosmith Love in an elevator.
2: I want to say Aerosmith, Love in an Elevator. Nope. No. No, oh, was it? sorry. Oh,
0: who was it? Living Color. Really? Yeah,
2: no. I think that's a surprising win right there. For here. sure.
0: Best Metal Performance? Are you a metal guy? No. Okay, Metallica.
2: Oh. I hate Metallica.
0: <laughs> okay, next category. Where do you want to go? We've got music video. We've got rap. We've got R&B, country.
2: Let's do music video and then rap.
0: Music video and then rap. Okay. We've got two categories here. Best Music Video Short Form. Okay. Options are Inya, or Renew, <laughs> or, I can't pronounce the name of the song, but it's by Inya. Uh-huh. Mike and the Mechanics, The Living Years. Uh-huh. Trevor Rabin, Something to Hold On To. Michael never Jackson, of, Leave Me alone. alone. Oh. Hank Williams Jr. and Hank Williams Sr. There's a Tear in My Beer. Oh,
2: my. Can I tell a story about that song? Please tell a story. One time, uh, when I was a kid, I guess it would have been around this time, uh, My family, we went to – we used to go to this place in Texas called Utopia, Texas. It's a small town in the hill country. Beautiful, tiny little town. We used to stay at this bed and breakfast. And there was a restaurant in the town. There's nothing else in the town except this bed and breakfast and this restaurant. And it was called – I don't don't remember what it was called. Utopia Cafe. What was
0: it like to grow up inside a Norman Rockwell painting?
2: (laughs) (laughs) But my dad took me camping with – we had some family friends. We went camping in Lost Maples, which is this beautiful park. But early, it was a Sunday morning, and they had had a party at the restaurant the night before. And we got up really early, and we went to this restaurant. And it was like 6 in the morning on a Sunday morning. And there's like everyone in there is just silent because they're tired and drinking their coffee or whatever. And I went over to the jukebox, and they hadn't turned it down from the night before. <laughs> And I put my quarter in and I picked the song and I went and sat down and it started and it was, there's a tear in my, just blasting through the speakers and everyone in that restaurant was like, ah, like it was awesome.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. So is that your guest then for best short form video? No. Okay.
2: Which Michael Jackson song? Leave Me Alone. It's that one. Bingo. Yeah. Uh,
0: All right. So you're what? You're three for five? right mm-hmm. now three four five okay best music video long form your Ooh. options are janet jackson rhythm nation 1814 michael jackson moonwalker your mm. rhythmic savage new kids on the block hanging tough no way Pink i Floyd my sister had concert. that on vhs delicate sound Pink of thunder i had that also on vhs the, hang, the, hang the hang tough and i still oh,
2: love it it's great oh gosh I don't think it's Michael Jackson on the long form. Okay. So I'm kicking that one out. Is that wrong? Am I right? You're right right to kick that one out. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's Hanging Tough. Even
0: though I think that probably should have gotten it, but that's fine.
2: It's not Hanging Tough. Okay.
0: The question is who is it?
2: I think it's Janet Jackson. It's Janet Jackson.
0: Oh, (laughs) I'm killing it. it, man. Wow. Yeah. Four for six. Okay. And you said you wanted to go rap after that, right?
2: Yeah. This is my favorite era of rap. Yeah,
0: we're just a couple of weeks away from the release of A track Called Quest. Ugh. I forget the name of the record. Uh, it's a very Midnight long time. Midnight Marauders?
2: Oh. Yeah,
0: okay. Best rap performance. Only one category. Here are your options. Young MC, Bust a Move. Mm. De La Soul, Me, Myself, and I.
2: Great. Oh, my God. I love that song. <laughs> i have to ask
0: you not to moan into the microphone That's one of the. Again. You
2: know that De La Soul, you can't find them anywhere on like streaming. They, they're not on streaming stuff, and I love them.
0: Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, we got DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. I think I can beat Mike Tyson. Oh, man. Public Enemy, Fight the Power. Ooh. And Tone Loke, Funky Cole Medina.
2: Oh, all of these are amazing. Yeah. Oh, my so God. So good. How do you choose? Do you want to start? Fight the Power? Fight the Power?
0: No. Did not win? Bust a move. Young MC oh, okay. won the I Grammy. mean, I
2: could see that. Yeah,
0: it's incredible. Any one of those could have won. Yeah, for sure. Except probably...
2: The, the muscle, reason I think, I thought Fight the Power was, um, is 1990 when, um, no, it was. 89. 89. Do was the Right one, Thing. Do the Right Thing. Yeah. Love that movie.
0: Yeah, it's kind of surprising, actually, that yeah. that didn't, and then, you know, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince had just won the year before, in the first time, yeah. the Grammys, recognized rap. Oh, yeah. Okay, where do you want to go next?
2: I guess country, which is funny. I feel like I might actually do okay <laughs> Because okay. I feel like I liked it back then.
0: Okay, we'll go ladies first again. Best country vocal performance. Reba
2: McIntyre. By female. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Nominees are Roseanne Cash, I Don't Want to Spoil the Party. Emmylou Harris, Bluebird. Kathy Matea, Willow in the Wind. Dolly Parton, Why'd You Come in Here Looking Like That. Mm. And Katie Lang, Absolute Torch and Twang.
2: Dang. Ugh. I grew up. My mom loved Kathy Matea, Yeah, uh, but I don't remember her ever like doing super well. Is she the she won? No, <laughs> I'm asking I'm, you. I'm, to guess. Okay, I'm gonna guess Katie Lang.
0: Katie Lang, bingo, really? <laughs> man. So I think you're five of eight now. I
2: don't know, something
0: like okay. that. Okay.
2: Yeah, because I missed Young and. Lang,
0: yeah. That's a surprising one to me. I mean, Dolly Parton, that song was huge. Why'd you come in here looking like
2: that? Yeah, I know. Huge. I forgot that that was one of, one we of the... We talked about, talk about the
0: video, I think, like this past summer when the record came out. We talked about the music video being so ridiculous. But, okay, best country performance, male. We have Clint Black, Killing Time. Mm-hmm. Rodney Crowell, mm-hmm. After All This Time. Randy Travis, It's Just a Matter of Time. Oh, man. Lyle Lovett, Lyle Lovett and his large band, and Keith Whitley. I'm no stranger to the rain. Oh, I love that song. Clint Black. No, nope. <sighs> I, I would have guessed Clint Black or Randy Travis. Lyle Lovett. Really? Yeah, man. Okay. Houston, Houston boy. Houston. Yeah. yeah. All right, one more. We've got actually oh, we've got two more here. Best country song. This is okay. awarded to the songwriter. Okay. Okay. We've got a better man by Clint Black and Hayden Nicholas. Okay. Luck in My Eyes by Katie Lang and Ben Mink. After All This Time by Rodney Crowell. She Don't Love Nobody by John Hyatt. And There's a Tear in My Beer by Hank Williams (laughs) Sr. What's your guess?
2: That song didn't come out years and years before? I guess not. I don't know. Or maybe they just, just from the re-release, they... That's weird. I have man. no idea. I got to go with There's a Tear in My Beer. It's nope. wrong, but... You are wrong. Yeah, it I is Rodney been. Crowell, whose really? name I've never heard. I've heard the name before, okay. but I don't know.
0: Hopefully, I'm saying it right. So, okay. Let's get into some of our big categories
2: here. I don't want to... Wait, linger. is it... What was that one? After All This Time? After All This Time, yeah. After All This Time... I'm making that up. <sighs> I appreciate you, Cliff. That's really good, though.
0: Uh, let's stay with songwriters here for a minute. Best R&B song. If you don't know me by now, by Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff. Okay. Every little step by L.A. Reid and Babyface. Ooh. Miss you much, James Harris III and Terry Lewis. Superwoman, L.A. Reid and Babyface. Dang. And when a man loves a woman, by Calvin Lewis. It doesn't matter. It's if you don't know me by now.
2: I thought that's an old song too. I, I guess not.
0: Let's go. Best R&B performance by a male. Okay. We've got Bobby Brown. Every little step. Al Jarreau, Heart's Solution, Prince with Bat Dance, Smokey Robinson, We've Saved the Best for Last, and Luther Vandross, She Won't Talk to Me.
2: Oh my God. Uh, Prince, nope. Bat Dance.
0: Bobby Brown, Every Little Step.
2: Okay. I was never a big Bobby Brown. You like I, Bobby Brown. I was yeah. a
0: big Bobby Brown fan, but looking back, I'm like, I can't believe that guy, that anybody ever gave him a Grammy or even yeah, yeah. the time of day. Like, yeah, Musically, he was great. He was an entertainer for sure. Yeah. He was just such a- Well, it's kind of
2: like New Kids on the Block. Like, I don't I, mean, I don't think they really deserve a Grammy nomination. Yeah, that's were They were, that's they were true. great.
0: They had a moment, for
2: sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Bobby Brown, he could sing, he could dance, he could do the things, but he was just such a jerk. Yeah, you know? yeah, like yeah I just, he's a You bad just dude. don't really want to see him kind of win. All right, let's get into some of our bigger categories. Okay. Let's go pop, music. You ready pop for music. Pop music, yeah. Okay. Best pop vocal performance by a female. We've got Nick of Time by Bonnie Raitt. Straight Up by Paula Abdul. Don't Want to Lose You by Gloria Estefan, Wind Beneath My Wings by Bette Midler, and Cry Like a Rainstorm, Howl Like the Wind by Linda Ronstadt.
2: I think I saw recently that it was Bette Midler. No. It wasn't. She won something. Maybe the best Nick song. of Time, Bonnie Raitt. Really? Best
0: pop vocal performance by female. Okay. Yep. By male, we've got Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire, Richard Marks, Right Here Waiting. Oh, my God. Roy Orbison. <laughs> you got I love it. that song. Prince with the Batman soundtrack and Michael Bolton. How am I supposed to live without you?
2: How am I supposed to live without you?
0: That's my guess. Yeah, that's right. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> I needed a moment to process what was happening. Yeah, yeah. Michael Bolton wins. Talked about that song a couple of weeks ago on the show. Uh, I didn't know as that he and possible I learned soundtrack for my friend Haley's conception.
2: Oh no. Yeah. That was I, the learned, one song I actually was learned on your show that he was in a like a hair metal band before. Yeah, he was I like a big
0: that. hard rock guy, which yeah. I, I didn't know that either until prepping for this. Best pop vocal performance by a duo or group went to Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville for Don't Know Much. Do you have an Aaron Neville impersonation? Yes, I well, do. Let's hear it. <laughs> I just had a feeling you would.
2: <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> That's so funny. Give me
0: crazy love as Aaron. No, Neville.
2: I'll do that one. Okay. I don't know how much,
0: <laughs> but I know I love you. Yeah.
2: <coughs> Can I have a little crazy love? That may be all I need to know. Did you just turn the light off? <laughs> I feel like it got real really... Uh... Can you give me a little crazy love? <laughs> I've never tried this one. Okay. She gave me love, 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 crazy love. That's not That's a great Aaron Neville, but it's not bad. Yeah, I like that,
0: it. I've never than what that what one, I That would one's brand be. new for me. So yeah, I'll work good. on that. It's good. Please, by the time you're here for <laughs> the next.
2: I wonder how many people okay. with face tattoos have won. Grammys.
0: I said that on the show a couple of weeks ago. Like He had to be one of the first artists with a face tattoo, yeah. which today is all it takes yeah. to win a Grammy a face <laughs> yeah. tattoo. Okay, so let's keep moving. Best new artist? Yep. Man. We've got Nina Cherry, nope. Indigo Girls, Soul to Soul, Tone Loke, or Millie Vanilli. Okay.
2: Well, let me give you my top three. First, let's talk about who should get it. Who should get it? I forgot who you said the second one, or, Indigo uh, Girls. Indigo Girls for sure should have gotten get it. it. Yeah. they didn't.
0: They did get not it. get okay. it. They should have gotten it.
2: Absolutely. Let's talk about who should not have gotten it. Okay. Millie Vanilli. Okay. Did they get it? They got it.
0: <laughs> but it is to date the only Grammy ever to have been revoked. It was taken away. It from was. Them. Yes, yeah. it was revoked. I think in like later that year or something, that or is a year insane. later. Insane. The only one to have ever been revoked. Millie Vanilli. Wow. Okay, Song of the Year, you already sort of hinted at this. It was Wind Beneath My Wings. Okay, so we got two more categories here. Let's go Record of the Year. Nominees are Don Henley, The End of the Innocence, Fine Young Cannibals, She Drives Me Crazy, Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire, Wind Beneath My Wings, Bette Midler, Mike and the Mechanics, The Living Years. This is Record of the Year, which is basically Song of the Year, but it goes to the artist, where Song of the Year goes to the writer. So we're still talking about a single song.
2: Yep. Uh, I'm going to say Don Henley. Nope. Bette
0: Midler. Really? Underneath my wings. Okay. Bette. Okay. Album of the Year. You ready for Album of the Year? This is the big yes. one. The big one. Once again, we have Bonnie Raitt with Nick of Time, mm-hmm. Don Henley, The End of the Innocence, Fine Young Cannibals, The Raw and the Cooked, which should not have been on the no no no, 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 no,
2: no. record's terrible.
0: Tom Petty, Full Moon Fever, Ooh. and The Traveling Wilburys, Volume 1.
2: I'll tell you who I think should have won Traveling Kay. Wheelberries. Okay. I think Nick of Time won. Nick of Time won. Well <laughs> <done>. man. <that's laughs> I good. at least got over half, I feel like. Or at least, oh, I think for sure or you right got at half, half yeah. maybe. Yeah.
0: You got more than I would have because I can't remove sentiment from it. So I would have always chosen yeah, yeah. my favorite and yeah. be like, well, surely everyone agrees with me.
2: I can't believe Traveling Wheelberries did not win that. Yeah. I mean, you're right. That record is great. And it's just star-studded. I mean,
0: Full Moon Fever is an incredible record.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: Fine Young Cannibals, and I talked about this on the show, they had two really, really great songs on that record. There is no reason why that album should have been nominated for Album of the Year. It, I know my friend me, Mason is disagreeing with me right now, but it's just not a great
2: record. It's not very listenable for me. Like, no. I like a couple of the songs. like She Drives Me Crazy. Yeah, What's good, the other one? Good thing. I can't remember titles, but I tried listening to it, I think, because of this show. Mm-hmm. and I was like, it's rough. It's not good.
0: Yeah. It's like a Muppet singing or something. It's, I, it's weird
2: because like you really like it on She Drives Me Crazy. So good. You're like, Oh, this is yeah. cool. I'm gonna listen to this album and then you're like, I don't want to hear this no, guy. It does
0: not translate to any other songs. It's so. Not for me. But you know, I will say if you go back and listen to the Fine Young Cannibals episode that we did, my friend Mason was on. He's a big longtime fan, I which did is listen amazing. To that, yeah. He's like I don't even think he's thirty years old. But he loved I did this think band. that was
2: interesting. Like
0: his, a, his sort of logic around it of like them meeting at this intersection of like soul and R&B and pop yeah. and rock music actually does make sense for me. And if yeah. I listen to the vocals with that in mind, more of a soul it's, it's weird how it becomes bearable. How it's like, okay, I kind of get it. I still don't necessarily love it, but I do understand how someone could.
2: Yeah, how is he... I remember listening to that show and being like, how is this a young guy? Yeah. And he's a fan of this band. Yeah. I love that. And he is like a
0: music fan. The guy knows yeah. music. He, we talk music a lot. He always, always, always pushes me towards bands I've never heard of but that are amazing. And so yeah. I think y'all actually have very similar musical tastes, oh, surprisingly, really? with the exception of probably the like early Fine 90s hip hop. So, oh. Uh, and the Fine Young Cannibals, <laughs> yeah. So beautiful all right Aaron do you have any more stories for us before you sign off not that I can think of right now okay. <laughs> well, next time I know we're going to have you back in just a couple of weeks yeah. to talk about one of what I know to be one of your favorite movies one of
2: the best house party cannot wait great movie be a pajama jammy jam <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to do the dance before and after oh, we record for them. sure we are
0: okay let's just do it right now actually <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hit the stop button and then we're going to do it okay. okay we'll see you next time alright see ya I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love Aaron Hale. It's always such a joy to get to be in the same room as him while he's saying funny things. He doesn't only say funny things, though, for the record. He also says really poignant things sometimes, important things, heartfelt things. You should definitely follow him on Twitter and Instagram and benefit, as I do, from all the good he's putting out into the world. I promise you'll love him. Huge thanks to Aaron for being on again. You're welcome. (laughs) And that about does it for this week. As always, friends, if you love this show and want to be a part of the community that makes it possible, click on the Patreon link in the show notes and access all kinds of bonus content from this and other Mill You Media Group podcasts for as little as $1 a month. I hope you'll join me again next week for episode 9. If not, tell me. Where do we go from here, my love? 30 Pop is produced, edited, and mixed by me, Luke Bronner. Our artwork is by the amazing Heather Hale. To check out more shows from millu Media Group, visit millumedia.com, which is linked in the show notes for this episode. And if you have a story from 1990 that you want to share on the air, email 30poppodcast at
1: gmail.com.